Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I want to continue today with our discussion on anger because I think it's so important that we understand this and we deal with this. And I just I started yesterday's message by saying it's time to step up, start dealing with our lives' emotions, and do the right things to help us in our lives and to deal with the frustrations. Our Heavenly Father, give us strength to change the things that need to be changed. And give us strength and power of discipline to overcome those things that overtake us. God, we do not want to be overtaken by anger. We do not want to have our lives uh, a mess because of a mistake we made that we wouldn't have had to make. God, be with your people today. And Lord, if they're angry at anyone, in the name of Jesus, help them and forgive them and help them to ask forgiveness and to forgive those that cause us problems. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, continuing down the points I started yesterday, we must consider the cause. Start considering the cause. Proverbs 19.11. And by the way, if you didn't listen yesterday, I've been using Proverbs dealing with anger uh, for these two messages. And if you didn't listen yesterday, you can go back online, go to KBXL The Voice, and get the archives, and you can listen to yesterday's too. So feel free to do that. But Proverbs 19.11 says, A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Do you hear that? It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. When somebody is offensive against you, when someone causes problems and causes you problems, it is to your glory, to the glory of God, to overlook that offense. In other words, he is saying, forgive people. Give people a break. Stop letting it control your life. It is a lack of control on our lives that causes us a problem. It's a lack of depth in who we are spiritually. Many people think they're so godly, but yet they have no control of their anger. They have no control of their emotions, but yes, they call themselves godly. Get control. It will help you in your walk with God. Do we make decisions knowing that tomorrow we will pay the results for those decisions? I don't think so. Usually most decisions, like I said yesterday, are reactory. There was a cute movie that Bill Murray was uh, in a number of years ago called Groundhog Day, you know, and it was, and it was like a time lapse. He'd make every day relive itself, each and every day, the same thing over and over again. You know, and as he watched that, it's, it's a cute movie you haven't seen in Groundhog Day. And when I shared this sermon years ago, I shared a clip from that movie, but I can't share with you because you can't watch on the radio. But he posed a question to the boys in this uh, clip, what if there is no tomorrow? Then you watch the results of acting as if there wasn't, when in fact we all know there is a tomorrow, and tomorrow will reap the results of today. Did you hear that? Tomorrow will reap the results of today. Even in the video, he said there are always consequences and choices you make that you live with. People, we live with all sorts of uh Uh, consequences and choices in our lives. I remember myself making some decisions growing up out of anger and just responding to a situation. But I didn't think a bunch about what the response of my anger decision would do until you have to face it. And the next day, as you face it, it's not fun because there is issues dealing with anger. Something else we must understand with anger. Anger is contagious. Anger is contagious. You know, I don't know if you've been around someone contagious. If there's someone who has the measles, you don't want to be around them. In fact, you try to avoid being around them. Or if somebody has a major disease, man, you don't want it. But anger is contagious. It leads other people to be angry. 
I've had situations I've been in meetings in the past where one person gets angry, well, the next person gets angry. Pretty soon you got three or four angry people. That's not a fun thing to do. Well, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 24 and 5 says, Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Solomon is giving the people a warning. He was saying, look, watch who you hang with. You start hanging with these people who are angry, you're going to be angry. You're going to have issues. How many of us ever listened to these words of Solomon? He is attempting to give us wise counsel, and many times we throw the counsel out the window. He is telling us that we too can become victims of letting anger get the best of us, and suddenly our life has slipped into a mess, because without even knowing, we too have become an angry person. And folks, it's hard to step up and step out when we constantly deal with anger. One of the reasons I wanted to talk about this, because anger is a part of everybody's life. Everybody has this anger, and we lose our testimony sometimes when we when we show out anger and we're not glorifying God. People, the Bible says, be angry, but do not sin. But when you show anger and you do not show the spirit of the living God, boy, what? Your testimony's been shot. Negativity breeds like weeds. It grows at a rapid pace. It is Satan's trap to destroy who you are in Christ. Like I told you, Uh, not too long ago. I said, stay alert. The enemy is out to bring you down. Know the signs. Ask God for wisdom. Have Christian friends keep you accountable. Are you being accountable to anyone? Is your anger running rampant? Are you all over the place in your life? Where are you at spiritually? Have you given it to God? Have you said, God, take this from me? Move me to new heights? Open up new doors. Lead me and guide me in everything you do. We must learn to conquer evil with good. Even Proverbs ten twelve says, Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers a multitude of wrongs. Yes, hatred stirs up conflicts, but love covers over all wrongs. People, if you love people, you forgive people, you can make it through those times of anger. You can grow from it. You can learn from it. You can be a better person because of it. It says love covers over all the wrongs. He is expressing to the listeners the incredible value of love, loving people even though they have wronged you. And people, we have all been wronged. I have been wronged many times in my life. My greatest example growing up, uh, once again, was my father. Any time my father would be ridiculed of anything, People, he would not be angry at them. I watched this as a teenager. I watched him live. He taught me by his action. He would humbly pray for them. And folks, he wouldn't just humbly pray for them. My father would weep. And he'd love them even more. He would always say, oh, well, sometimes you can't force people to say the right things. You just got to love them anyway. You just got to love them anyway. And he loved the people that treated him poorly in life, which wasn't many. But when they did, you know, he loved them. And at the dinner table, I never forget many dinners we had that he would open in prayer and just be in tears, praying for someone, someone that was causing issues, someone that has problems. It was the greatest example 
I and my brothers could ever see was the forgiveness in my Father. He taught us. He taught us Jesus. He taught us the love of Jesus. God has called us to love people, to forgive people, to help people, not to judge, not to criticize, or to look at what's wrong with every situation. You can find something wrong with every situation on this planet. Maybe some of you are saying, I don't have a problem with anger. Well, here's a test. See if you fall into one of these. You expect instant results. You are basically a loner. You feel that others can't do things as well as you can. You deny saying hurtful things when confronted about them. You are resentful or critical of things you are not involved in. You are quick to argue about anything. You think you are rarely wrong. I know most of you are probably saying, certainly not me, but you certainly have someone in your mind that that describes. So what must we do? We need antidotes. Well, here's what you do. You ask God for help. Psalm. We're going to go to Psalm. We're going to leave Proverbs for a second. Psalms 141, 2 and 3 says, May my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the doors of my lips. See, we can talk all we want to about things, but we must call upon our God to help us to step out to be the God that he said he would be to us, to help us deal with real-life situations that sometimes overwhelm us, to think seriously about the entire Word of God and the messages he has for us. Many times, as pastors, we preach messages to the listeners, and we want to pass the buck on and say, yeah, I know people like that. But in reality, many are dealing with issues like this. When we call upon God, he hears us, and he will help us with whatever weakness we have. He will give strength to the humble and to those who call upon his name. Remember this, we are accountable. You are accountable. Listen to Jesus' words in Matthew 12, 36 and 37. But I tell you that everyone will give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees in frustration because they were accusing him of being being of the devil. So he shared very plainly and probably very sternly with them. He was warning them and us today that we're going to be accountable or what comes out of our mouths. Some will be acquitted, and it will be a wonderful place, and others will be condemned. It is time for each of us to look deep into our hearts and to see where we are with the Lord. It is time to step up and be accountable to Almighty God. People, are you willing to be accountable to Almighty God? He wants to change your life. He wants to help you in your weakness. If you're struggling with anger, he wants to take that today, but you have to be willing to give it to him. Our Heavenly Father, today as we close, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, that you take anger away from anyone. You give them peace and strength and power from above. Oh God, may we trust in you, forgive people, and love people. 
We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.